Hi everybody, this is Jean Paul from the band Clutch, and you are listening to Maximum Threshold. Automatic defense procedures initiated. What we've got here is Maximum Voltage, Maximum Power, Maximum Carnage. This is Maximum Threshold. Call the show at 440-709-4977. Maximum Threshold. And here's your hosts. Dom. He's
freaking me out. Yeah, you are. Yeah, that's Snoo with your freaking me out here on Maximum Threshold Radio. I want to thank everybody for tuning in. Episode 5, some shit. I don't know. I'll look it up later, but hey, yeah. We're rocking tonight. We got a real killer show for you lined up tonight. Interviews with Seven Dust, Unearth, and Dark Sky Choir. So, yeah, man, we got a. <laughs> It's a cool show. We got some interviews here from Incarceration. Uh, we got I got an old one here that I covered when I went and checked out Fozzie and Dark Sky Choir was playing, and I hooked up with them. And then we have Unearth. George caught up with them at Warp Tour, and I, I wasn't able to go to Warp Tour, so George jumped in. Check him out, man. It's George Comer, C O M E R. He's on Facebook. Hit him up. Tell him you heard his interview here on Maxim Threshold Radio. And, um, yeah, that's unearthed. It's pretty cool. It was his first interviews. First thing he's ever done with us. And I think he um, hit out of the ballpark. It's pretty good for a first time, isn't it? So, you, well, you'll find out when you listen to it. So, yeah, we started off the show with some brand new snoo with You're Freaking Me Out. Brand new, man. It's an exclusive. Nobody else is playing it yet. And we... We just got that from them, and I'm glad to say we're, we're got, pimping it out for them. Go back a long way with them. So, yeah, that's what we got going on tonight. It's a busy night, so I'm not going to be here bullshitting around, talking all night. I'm going to be doing what I do. I'm gonna, I got to knock these interviews out with you guys, and then we get out of here. But that's basically our evening. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm, you know what I'm saying. Okay, well, let's see. What do I got on the board here? I wanted to play. Hmm. Last week we had, on the show we had Joel Hoekstra, White Snake, and we had Austin Walken Kane. You can check them out. Those interviews those are on iTunes and Google, whoever the hell that's called, Google Play Music or whatever, or something, Google Podcasts or some shit. I don't know what it's called anymore. You can get it over there, or you can listen to it on Spreaker. I put it up there as well. And, or if you could just Google, put a Google search, Maximum Threshold Radio Show. Um, we're all over the place, man. We just look for us and find us, and you'll find us. It's, there's so many other websites that have taken our feed and, and our shows, and they're posting on their site as if they're actually doing it. And they're not. But that just comes with the territory. It's part of the job. You know, you can't hide from people who want to use your content that you have. But that's life, you know. I think I said that like three times already. Oh, man. Been a busy day, man. Busy day. Busy week. And next week's going to be just as bad. So I'm not sure if I'm going to be able to do a show next week. I think we've got some concerts we'll be going to. I'm seeing Leonard Skinner. I think I'm hooking up with him. I'm not too sure. I'll find out next week. Well, you'll find out, too. If I if you hear me say, hey, got an interview with Ricky Medlock or somebody, you know, I get hooked up. <laughs> so that's that's what's the haps. So also tonight I got the Rock and Metal News. Uh, check them out. Rock and Metal News are also on YouTube, they got their own channel on it. They've had that for years. And they take our, we get the audio from what they do. So they do a segment for Maximum Threshold Radio. 
and he also posts it up in the YouTube. So you got a video version of the um, Rock and Metal News that we've been playing for years. I think we've been having them out for like eight years or something. Ron and them, they're out of Vancouver. So we get a little taste of music news that's coming out in the West, the Northwest. And most of the time, it's a lot of stuff I don't even know about because I don't listen to it ahead of time. I listen to it right along with you guys so I can learn what's going on as well and we can talk about what's going on. And that's about it. So um, let's see. I think we got we got some new sponsors coming on board. Uh, I don't know. We're still looking for, for a guitar company or drum company. So if any that are out there that are interested in being a sponsor for the Maxim Threshold Radio Show and Network in the website, hit me up at mtrshow at gmail.com. Once again, it's mtrshow at gmail.com. And if you have any questions or any comments for the show, send them there and I'll read them on there. And if you get your messages um, spoken about or mentioned or whatever, I'll shoot you over a new CD release, a digital version of something that I got. Sounds like a plan. Also, while I'm thinking about it before I forget, which if you guys are not subscribed to us, subscribe on iTunes or Google Play, Music, whatever the hell that is, and just do a search for MTRS. I made it real simple. Just initials, do MTRS, or you can type maximum threshold. But MTRS is the good one. I mean, it's all one. It would be MTRS, maximum threshold radio show. It's all that. But if you do MTRS, it shortens it, and it's a lot easier for you to find. And subscribe and give some bunch of stars, and please leave us some comments, man, because people have been slacking on these comments. They kind of help out man, when we start looking for um, trends and stuff like that on on iTunes. iTunes will go by comments that you get. Um, and if you get a lot of comments, they push your show a lot more. So we need help doing that. I think that's about it. If you got any festivals or concerts in your neighborhood, you're watching, you're going to check out if you want to do a show review or something like that and submit it to us. We'll put it up on the website at maximumthreshold.net. Just do it, and um, you could even call and leave a message, um, like an audio review if you want. Just call 440-709-4977. Once again, that's 440-709-4977. You can leave a message to us. I'll take it off there, and we'll, we'll put it right into um, the show. Yeah, or if you're going to do the, the written version, do that and email that also to me to mtrshow at gmail.com. I'll put it up on the website. You'll get all your props and all that. So let me get back in the mode here. I don't want to talk too loud because I'm, I'm watching my levels. They're kind of like peaking. Ah, okay. Let's get in the mode here. <laughs> oh, I got another. I got another interview. I gotta put on here. Um, next week we'll do it. Next next week we'll we'll pop in. Um, Michael caught up with Frank Hannon of Tesla, and so we'll pop that in the mix tomorrow next week. Man, I'm telling you, we got we got a good little chunk of interviews here for you. I don't want to give them all to you because that takes all the fun out of it. I stretched out so I could help promote it. So, 
Let's let's see. Let me, let me get into some music here. We'll come back. We'll knock out a couple interviews and stuff, and we'll bust camp. So here you go, man. Here's here's one of my um, favorite Molly Crew records. That was uh, the Molly Crew, Molly Crew, nineteen ninety four one with John Karabi. And here's a, here's a track off there called Uncle Jack. Check this out. If you guys never really followed them during that time period, you need to listen to this because it's pretty cool. So here you go. Here's Uncle Jack. Molly Crew. Here on Maxim Threshold. Horns up. Fist near.
Here's some life, sex, and death. We'll train Max Threshold Radio. Choo choo!
<laughs> there you go, man. There's some classics for you. Yeah, let's start off with Motley Crue with Uncle Jack. And you just got them hearing some LSD or Life, Sex, and Death with Train. There ain't nobody playing that right now. I'll tell you that right now. I got a couple things I want to toss out there. A couple of new releases that have just recently been dropped. And one of them is Evil Lunar Creatures. They have their Nasty Devastation Tour. A uh, release that just came out, and that one's sound like hot cakes, baby. Uh, let me see. I'm going to try to pull their stuff up a little bit. I don't think I even have a download on my computer. I have everything on my um, industrial laptop. So um, I'm going to try to pull it up there and help help them help these guys get their stuff out there. But there, last I saw, they were like number three on the top artist's they were being pushed through um, the distribution area. So it's pretty cool, man. They're starting to take off, and it's looking pretty good. I got another another thing coming out. Um, my solo record, um, the video thing, is it's taken off, man. I got thousands. There's no lie. I got thousands and thousands of downloads of my Angels of Movement, which is I'm, I'm pretty impressed. I wasn't expecting anything like that, which is cool. Man, so it means I think I just got to put some more stuff together. So anybody out there wants to do some really cool hard rock and metal backing tracks for me, and I'll lay down some some shred solos, and we'll get it out there. Hit me up, man. Message me at mtrshow at gmail dot com, and we'll blow the charts up. Give you all the credits in the world, man. Just do this for the love of music, man. Uh, let's see, what else? Um, Morning Wagon has their special limited edition release that's out now. And it also has on it uh, a bonus track, a demo. We got a demo song in there, Unholy Summer. It's out there. And don't when you listen to it, I mean, don't think of it as like, it's the final ver- version. It's not. It's, it is not. It's just a demo, and I just wanted to put out there and just tell you that up front so you don't think of, man... Why is the recording sound so horrible? <laughs> it's just a demo. So that's a little special treat as one of the new songs you'll be hearing. Um, also news with Morning Wagon since they're changing the name of their band and they haven't leaked it out anywhere. It's coming up soon. Got some things in the works. Looking at um, heading to charge for... I'm working on this Cleveland Hard Rock and Metal Festival. I'll be doing it in Cleveland. I'm working with the Odeon Concert Club and trying to work on a date so we could do a weekend festival. And of course, yours truly will we'll be performing and hopefully we can get, well, only way I do it is if the other guy's doing it too. So <laughs> let me lock in some dates here and any really good Cleveland bands or national bands if you want to play this, just hit me up, man, and... Um, you know, the Odeon is a, a legendary venue in the Cleveland area. It's right on the east banks of the flats, uh, right off the Cuyahoga River. And it's, it's like, like I said, it is legendary. It's a cool place. So many huge bands have played there over the years. Metallica's even played the Odeon. So, um, yeah, we're going to be, we're going to be pulling that off or, you know, I'll be working with them to do this, but. It's something, man. We we need we need to do stuff like this. So um, 
I see evil lunar creatures. They're just texting me away, messaging me. Put us on there. <laughs> uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens on the road. I, I, there's not, there's no, it just, it, the, the talking just started between us and the venue. So, um, let me try to work out some, a lot of the details and we'll try to get a bunch of sponsors involved. <sighs> Hopefully, we, you know, I want, I want this to go over really good. And, um, I'm not planning on trying to make any money off this. And if we do make anything off, I'm just going to reinvest it into doing next, doing it again next year or do something again for next summer or maybe two of them. Cause I know I've been definitely working with the rock hall of fame a lot and wanted to also put on some shows there as well. And also take the show and broadcast air from the rock hall. And then, you know, we've been talking with them for a while. Just, just I ain't got, I got, I'm just being pulled in so many different places. It's kind of tough, you know, just to lock things down right away. But just expanded, like I said, there's always shit going on. And you know how we are here. We love the, I got to turn this mic down. Check, 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 check. One, two, three. Check, check. There, that's a little better. I don't want to, I mean, I mean, I may sound pretty cool live. When you listen to the recorded version, then it's like, fucking, oh, Carl, Carl, and shit like that from Walking Dead and stuff. So, let's see. Uh, let me knock out the rocket metal news. We'll come back. Um, I'm going to try to find this evil lunar creatures request. And let's see. Um... Let's see. Okay. Okay. We'll be back. Hey guys, this is Ron from YouTube's Rock and Metal News, and this is your Maximum Threshold Rock and Metal News Report. Killswitch engaged vocalist Jesse Lee. She gave a brief update on the new Killswitch album. He stated that he has been in the studio recently finishing up his vocals for the new album. Jesse did previously suffer some vocal cord issues earlier in the year, and it appears... All is well now. No date yet on the new album's release. However, we know that former vocalist Howard Jones will be guesting. Alice in Chains vocalist and guitarist Jerry Cantrell released a new song that appears on the DC Dark Knights metal soundtrack. It's on Spotify and digital retailers now. The song is called Setting Sun. And My Ticket Home, they've released a cover of Nine Inch Nails. We're in this together on YouTube. A very cool cover of the track, so you can check that out. And continuing with your MaximumThreshold.net rock and metal news, Voivod, they've announced the release date of their new album. It will be September the 21st, and it is called The Wake, and they have released a new track, and it is the first single off the album, and it is very cool. you got to check it out. It's called Obsolete Being, so check it out now on YouTube, and... Hailstorm, they have released a new song. It's called Do Not Disturb. It's on YouTube now. It's off their new album called Vicious, which is going to be out on July the 27th through Atlantic Records. And you can pre-order it now. And finally, all that remains, they're finishing the songwriting process for their new album. Phil Labonte had a chat with Rock 94.7 radio station at the 2018 Rock U.S. 
USA Festival in Oshkosh, Wisconsin. He said, we have another record that we are just about finished writing. We're working on it. We'll have it out sometime either end of this year or beginning of next year. I don't have a solid date yet, so I can't tell you exactly when, but it's coming very soon. And they have an interview on YouTube. This is Ron from YouTube's Rock and Metal News with a Z. And this has been your Maximum Threshold Rock and Metal News Report. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks, Ron. Man, I love those guys, man. They've been doing this for years for us. And appreciate it so much. I honestly do, man. Because it, it, I remember all those, all those days and all those weeks that I would go and just collecting information and printing them out and bring them to you guys and just reading them. And man, that was a lot of work. But it's nice that we can get stuff that's concentrated like this. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Oh, man. This is a bummer. I was going to play. Damn. My, my one computer, one we do the broadcasting on of the recording, the flash player sucks. So I can't. Uh, uh, I can't download this stuff or I can't play this stuff from Evil Lunar Creatures. I know it kind of bums you guys out. But, um,. I'll put the link out there for you guys um, so you guys can listen to the single that they have off their um, Nasty Devastation release. Um, yeah, this sucks because I really wanted, to, really wanted to play this for you guys. Yeah. <coughs> so I got, I got to move along here. I'm gonna, I'll figure it out, man. Because I, I have, like I said, I don't have this... Everything's on another laptop. It's on my laptop, and it's not even here. So, um, ugh, ugh, ugh. Okay, we let's get right into interviews then. Then I'll, I'll try to figure this out while we're doing the interview. Uh, we'll start this one off here with um, some Seven Dust. I got an interview here uh, with John Connolly that Michael and I conducted just um, last last Sunday. Over at Incarceration. So this is, this is a nice interview, man. It's pretty cool. A lot of history. It's nice to see that Michael knows a lot about um, Seven Dust. And they bring up Butch Walker in this interview. And I think Grinder gets pulled into it a couple times. And that's a pretty fun interview, man. You'll, you'll really dig this one if you guys are a Seven Dust fan. Because it's a nice hist- historical interview. So here you go, man. This is John Connolly. And Michael and myself here on Max and Threshold Radio with this really fun interview with John Connolly of Seven Dust. Don't go anywhere and let's get this ball rolling. This is Dominic of Max and Threshold Radio. I have Michael and John. From he's from Seven Dust. I'm from Maximum Threshold. <laughs> Do I throw you off? So you can find all our info on MaximumThreshold.net or Facebook, Grinder, etc., etc. We got the new account on Tinder as well. Oh yeah, swipe right on that or left or whichever one. So let's talk to John from Seven Dust for a few minutes. What's up, man? How you guys doing? Pretty good, man. What's going on? No, just rolling into town, sweating a little bit, getting the heat on. Feels like it's a hot one. Now, I go way back with this band, not personally, like, knowing them, but I've seen you guys from the first time you've come through, like, we're from the Cleveland area, in a small little 
place with Cold Chamber. Probably Annie's. It was uh, Ron's okay. Crossroads. Oh, was it? Oh, Ron's Crossroads. Holy crap, I remember that one. That was the very, very first one. Yeah, that was yep. a sweaty hot We rolled in an RV. They had a bus. We were like, damn, they got a bus. And all the way to seeing you guys on the big stages, too. Yeah. I, I'm like, I feel like it's almost like a distant cousin and watching them be successful. I'm happy for you guys. You got that connection with them. Yeah. I mean, they don't know it. It's kind of like a stalker thing. <laughs> That's awesome, man. So where can everybody find out uh, Seven Dust info? Tour dates, merchandise, buy some music and whatnot? Sevendust.com or uh, Seven Dust on Facebook. We're pretty active on the Facebook uh, page. We're all on Twitter. Um, Clinton Morgan tweet the most. I probably do the Facebook the most, and we all try to Instagram as much as we can. But we've got a 7 us official Instagram that we've been uh, getting on, too. Did you have your new one just come out, or is it are you in the process? No, no, it just came out uh, in April. How's the media take on that? It's been good, man. I mean, it's been, uh, you know, it's... It's like every time you release a record, you freak out for the six months before you release it, and then you finally release it, and you kind of relax and just kind of get in to learn the songs and, you know, putting them in the set list. But, I mean, it's been great so far. It's been uh, it's been good. I mean, it's always weird when you work with a producer because half the media is going to go, oh, we love it, and the other half's going, oh, it's a little too polished. Maybe they should have kept it a little more, you know, raw. Uh, we produced six records on our own. Actually, seven if you, if you think about the Time Travelers and Bonfires record, so... You know, we know what we're capable of on that level, but it's always cool when you can get in some, you know, somewhere with someone who just, you know, let let them dig in. You know, Elvis was great. We told him we're like, we want you to sit with a guitar in your lap. Like, I want you to throw as many ideas as you have. You know, don't be shy. How many songs changed because of him? A lot. I mean, quite a bit of them. You know, we brought in over 50 demos and we hammered it down to about 20 or 25, and then we hammered it down to the the working, you know, 15, 16, but. He had huge input on everything. I mean, he really did. I mean, a lot of it came down to just picking the songs because Morgan and myself sat down and we drew a list of all the songs and we wrote notes. And Elvis did the same thing. So when we actually compared the notes, we kind of overlaid the books and said, okay, where are the common songs that we're all, you know, that we're all on the same page with? And it was pretty easy to get there. But yeah, I mean, he's a, he's a very hands-on producer. Like, not any note goes on, you know unrecognized. It could be a hi-hat or a crash cymbal or a bass note. So he's very detailed. He's in the details. He's very into the details. Every step of the way. You know, and he's always thinking, well, what if we tried this instead of this? Okay, maybe I won't make up my mind now. Give me two or three options so that I've got options later, you know. But constantly thinking, constantly having a head in the game. You know, sometimes when you're tripping out on a guitar part, you're tripping out on the physical guitar part itself, but he's sitting back going... It's not fitting everything else that's going on here. So it's always nice to have that guy who's got that perspective, you know. And you don't have to use it all the time. You know, there, there was a lot of times where, you know, we would kind of go with our own instinct. But for the most part, we followed his lead. We said, all right, if we screw this up, it's most right. on you. I was about to ask that. <laughs> like, I, you know, you guys put out and put the album, I believe it was... Was it Seasons that you guys did with Butch? Yeah. Butch is like yeah. one of my favorite singer-songwriters from that from that whole yeah. Atlanta scene, you guys. Yep. Stuck Mojo. Mm-hmm. Like, and you being a metal guy, did you guys love him as an artist or just respect him as a uh, producer? Both. Um, you know, what a lot of people don't realize, it was a really strange time with us and TVT because we were getting, it was our fourth record we were moving into. And... 
TBT totally didn't understand animosity. Like they, that was one of the biggest struggles we've ever had in our career. They, they just, they didn't get where our heads were at with that record. And it was so disheartening because we put a lot of time and a lot of money and a lot of effort and a lot of studios and, you know, a lot of mixing and remixing and, and just doing stuff over that, Plus you know, heart and soul. Yeah. You know, and we were just, we were kind of like, man, we were bummed out after that. And their biggest complaint was they wanted us to work with a singer songwriter style producer. So we all looked at each other and I was like, well, why don't we get the dude who did the demos that got us our record deal in the first place, which was Butch Walker. A lot of people don't realize that. I never we, we went to his mom and dad's house out in the garage. We set up, you know, put some carpet over the guitar cabinets, drums, and we that's how we tracked the demos. We just went out to Butch's place and we did all those demos with him and we were lucky enough to get a record deal. So we're like, okay, if you loved it enough when we did it back then, I bet you're going to love it when we do it for real this time. So they were super excited about it. And for us, there was no getting to know you. I mean, we literally just hopped back in and it was like, it's just like doing a demo with a little bit of a budget. You yeah, know, you can afford to have a decent drum room and you know some decent editing tools and stuff. But for us, it was like it was just going back home. It was like, okay, this makes total sense. We don't have to. We're not. Nobody's out in the. You know, it was great doing the home record out of the farm, but you get cabin fever when you're out there for two months. Oh, yeah. you know? For us, we were driving back home. I was staying with Morgan. You know, so it was easy. It was like. It was just, it was an easy record to make. So when we did it this time, now that I'm down in Orlando and we've actually got quite a bit of family down around Florida, it was kind of the same thing with Elvis. I'd already been through the projected record. He mixed that record and he's done all the Ultra Bridge records. So I see him all the time. We're friendly. We're, you know, we're at a lot of the same places and shows and stuff. So it was like, this will be just as cool as it was when we did it with Butch because he's that same kind of a guy. You know, what a lot of people don't realize about Elvis is, like, if he wanted to, he could be the singer and guitar player in just about any band that he really wanted yeah. to. He, he's a talented guy. He just, he chose to kind of take a step back into the production. You know? But make no bones about it, he's, I mean, he can play and he can sing. And he like, never has a shortage of ideas, which is what I love so much about Butch, too. Is that he wasn't afraid. Look, if it's on the top of your mind, put it out there. And we'd all be like, why didn't we think of that? Genius, you know? But that's what you want in a producer. You want someone who's going to... You know, add to whatever you've got going he's, on. He's, you know, like I said, I'm a big fan of his musically, which, as much as I love hair metal, ironically, I wasn't into the South Gang, but his solo stuff, Marvelous yeah. 3, and he's he's carved out this career as a songwriter-producer so he could still do his own music and sure. play, like, smaller clubs, where oh, you yeah. guys... You guys are big business. You can't... I don't think you guys can, like, hit those small... Stay in those smaller clubs now. Well, we do, and we hear a lot of complaints. You know, these two shows that we did to bridge last weekend to this show, um, because we kind of worked backwards. We had this weekend built, and then we had the last weekend, and we had to figure out what to do. So we did two uh, underplays. We did an indie and one just outside of Chicago, and they were both sold out, and people were complaining because they were small rooms. But, you know, we had two weeks to sell the tickets. I'm like, it's not... Let's do this and make it make sense, you know. But it is cool to be able to to have that kind of a career where you can step out and you can do your own thing. And you don't have to rely on it, you know. I mean, Butch has always been that guy who, you know, he writes great songs for himself, but he wrote really, really good songs for a lot of other people, you know. And he has a lot of success with it, you know. But it's just he's the epitome of what a really, really solid singer-songwriter is. That's what makes him a good producer. And you guys have you guys have rode the wave. I mean, from you guys started out small and hit the big time before the whole record industry 
dropped right. out. I mean, and you guys are like, you guys aren't, you guys don't go home and like paint houses and shit. I mean, you guys are full time musicians. See, I know Vinny does. <laughs> Vinny is, is known to go home and he'll just frame houses or do HVAC or he yeah. picks up odd jobs just because he gets bored. You know, I'll hit him over there. What are you doing? Oh, I'm building a deck today or, you know, laying some flooring. I'm like, he was like, ah, just filling in the time. But yeah, the rest of us, we uh, we kind of focus more on you know music things. Um, I've been known to produce from time to time and work with you know different artists. Morgan has done that quite a bit. Clinton used to do it. He doesn't do it as much as he, uh, he's been doing it lately. But we all kind of stay active in the in the music you know realm of things, so to speak. So it keeps us busy. Cool. What? I was gonna say because you know like. You guys were, you guys, one or two of your albums was platinum, correct? Well, the first one, I only have a gold on my wall. We know it went platinum, but TVT went bankrupt, so it's really hard to, it's really hard to prove anything now. They had, they had only four gold records, so Johnny Boy here didn't get one. There's always one guy in the band they screw over, you know? But, you know, so... You obviously have noticed a major... Well, you were on TVT, which sure. was, you know, is known for having Nine Inch Nails on. on um, yep. And you guys kind of had to be your first album, even some of the second album, you guys had a little bit of that industrial tinge in there. Oh, absolutely. Is that why you guys... We still sort of do. We still... You know, I don't think it really had anything to do with that because, you know, Trent was so industrial... They had all the wax track stuff, so they had all the old ministry stuff and everything over there. Like, TBT had a very eclectic, you know, mix of things going on. And we were definitely the most rock of all of the things that they had. But I think that at that point, they realized they needed to diversify out of the industrial, you know, stuff. They started going towards rap and Little John and things like that. Um, so they were definitely making some moves. Um they had default when Chad Kroger was writing all their hits for them and stuff, you know. And I mean, they were they were a cutting edge label. They just, you know, somewhere along the way, they just figured out a way to screw the whole thing up. Like I never, I, I thought, you know, screwing a band up is one thing, but screwing the whole thing up, I was like, you know, because it's not just the five of you guys. It's the, the five of you guys. Your techs, your tour manager, sure. your merch, everything. I mean, manager, and then extended, agent, and then your families. Yeah, I mean, we're older now. I'm sure you got a wife, maybe a kid or two sure. or more. I mean, you guys are from the south. You might have like eight or nine kids. Right, right. You know, <laughs> the, the, LJ has three. Okay, and he's he's leading the charge right now. Yeah. Is that just three that he knows of? I hope so. <laughs> You've been to Asia, haven't you? <laughs> no. Well. Okinawa kind of doesn't count from the way that a lot of people explain to me. They're like, you really didn't go to Japan. You went to a military base on Japan. So you, you hit BC Street up? No, we were literally on the base, oh. base to base. It was a weird day. We went over there to do um, one show, and like a typhoon literally set in and canceled the show that day, and we were en route. We turned around and go back, so they had us on the second day, but we couldn't go anywhere. I was like, weather-wise, you just you couldn't get out. You couldn't do anything. Yeah, it's it's a great show, but you're the, you're the only one in the tent that's been with the Benny boy. No, I was. Gonna, I wanted to talk banana banana shows and all that. <laughs> yeah, banana shows. Is that where where she shoves a banana in and it comes out sliced? Well, in your mouth. Oh. You gotta lay underneath it and it drops in your mouth. Oh, 
and cuts it off like yep. like a machine cutting like off nickels. Wow. Perfect. Yeah, I Perfect. think I would pass on that. I, I get it. I didn't do that. I know. He's winking. Neither neither did John or I, but Dom, we don't believe. And you guys, you guys are. I mean, there's been a few member changes, but you guys are you guys are still a pretty tight knit group. Sure. We have only one, um, and it was Clint, and he's back. You know, oh. he needed a minute to take a, you know, step out. He went and he jammed with his brother, which makes a lot of sense. You know, I mean, he jammed with his brother before he was in this band. And, you know, he just, he had a lot of searching and a lot of things that he needed to kind of figure out. And to be quite honest with you, I think we did too. We didn't realize it, but, you know, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. And we all sat there that day and we were like, you know, does anybody else want to hang it up or are we going to, you know, we're going to keep going forward? And we all said, let's keep moving forward and see what happens. So we did. Five years later, he came back, and it's been, geez, man, he's been back with us 11 years now. Wow. That's what's crazy. Like, he's been back longer than he was away, which a lot of people don't think about. I'm like, damn, dude, you've been back 11 fucking years? What the hell's going on right here? Do they, Time for somebody to leave real quick. Do, do they have a little extra security to keep Morgan and uh, Des apart, or did they make amends? We've toured together since then. Yeah, we actually did it. Yeah, we did a tour with Cold Chamber back um, oh, when they reunited. Yeah, I yeah. think I think yeah. Des is a lot different of a person. Is. Than Morgan is in a different mindset. We've, we've done uh, we've done a lot of shows. With them. They're totally cool now. How's it How's it feel to be in a band with such a genetic freak of nature behind you every night? Like, you know, uh, no matter how off of a night you're going to have, that that guy's going to just be right there. It, it, even crazier, knowing the fact that he hates to fucking play the drums. He can't no, stand playing the drums. What? Hates it. He never plays the drums. He only plays the drums on tour. That is it. He does not have drumsticks at his house. He doesn't have a drum set at his house. He doesn't ever practice. He bitches about it constantly. Oh and you think God. I'm kidding, but it's pretty much the truth. Yes, I'm, I'm a drummer, and I've always been in, at awe of Morgan. I, honestly, I think I think for him, you know, it's funny because he'll get in the studio, and he'll be playing for like four or five like good days, and all of a sudden his like ninja level just goes through the roof. You know, I'm like, what would happen if you just spent 15, 20 minutes a day just whacking around? I used to love the guy until you said that. Now, fuck him. Fuck you motherfuckers that have all this fucking God-given talent. And he you doesn't just, do shit, man. He really doesn't. Oh, my God. I like, swear. You know, like, you guys are about to go on tour with Clutch. You know, John Paul Gaster is an incredible drummer sure. as well. He's the opposite. He He's, plays all day long. He has a room backstage, yep. like, where, like, the bands have their their um, green rooms or whatever you want to call them in different cities. And he has a room to set up with drums. I interviewed him. Yeah. like, hey, you want to give me a drum lesson? Yeah. You want me to let you help? Dude, on shows where he, he doesn't have a room, he'll set up in the back of the trailer. Yeah. I mean, I've been back there. We've toured together a couple times, and he'd have, he'll just set the drum set up. He'll have his music stand with a little metronome, his little smoke and, you know, music book or whatever, and he'll just be in there just... Just playing away. We'll go back, you know, two or three hours later, and the drums will be up in the room. There'll be a little couple of practice amps, and they're in there just jamming out, you know, just like playing. I mean, those guys literally probably play for six hours a day. And it's like they're only on stage for like an hour, 45 minutes, two hours tops, you know. The rest of it, they're just jamming. And I I asked him... This one be right before I asked him for the for the drum lesson. I got denied on both counts because I asked him I could help him write out the set list because I asked him this question, so I'm about to ask you. You guys have been around quite some time now. What's it? I'm trying to think of when I saw you. Was that 94, 93? Us? Yeah, the first uh, year, the first album. When the first album? First album was 97. So you would have seen us maybe like 96. Yeah. 96. So, yeah. So 22 years. So. 
How do you guys pick your set list every night? Oh, it's so fucking. I hard. mean, I know there's certain songs you have to play. Well, but how do you pick the, the crowd, rest though. of them? It depends on the crowd. Like, if it's a seven dust crowd, it'll be a completely different set than when we do at one of these. Because with one of these, you kind of have to, like, you can sort of go deep, but you can't go too deep. Because if you go too deep, people are going to be like, I don't fuck out. Oh, wait a minute. They play, you play praise, and they go, oh, I heard that song. Oh, I remember that song. So you got to give them at least, you know, three or four versions of something that they might have heard to kind of at least keep their attention. Um, so, I mean, that's the biggest thing is, like, I hate to say play the hits, but, you know, play the stuff that maybe had a little bit more video or, or radio, you know, just a little bit of do they know it or don't they know it. It's always weird when you go out there. Like, Dirty... They sort of know, but they sort of don't. But it's the first song, so they sort of don't care because they're ready to do something. <laughs> yeah. You know, so it's almost a gimme. It's like, all right, whatever. You know, but once we get further into the set, yeah, it's um, it, it's it's a challenge because you know LJ has his favorites and Morgan has his favorites, and you know we're all just kind of like, all right, you know, let's figure this out. Sometimes it's easy, sometimes it's really hard. It usually comes together fairly quickly, but. We're, uh, at the end of the year, we're doing Home in its entirety in Atlanta on New Year's Eve, but we're doing two shows before that, completely different set list. So there's going to be three different set lists in three days, which would be the first time we've ever done something like this. So it's going to be interesting. I mean, we're going to have to get in there and do a little bit of woodshed. I've already started because I'm like, listening to Home, I'm just like, who plays that? And it's like, that's you. I'm like, I think it's you, man. He's like, I don't know, man. I've never heard that before in my entire life. I'm like, me either. So we're putting the pieces of the puzzle together now, you know. What's your favorite song to play, play live? Um, right now, probably Dirty, um, because it's the first song on the set, and you got to be on your A-game to be able to do it. Just vocally, it's it's a challenge, because it's it's all the way up at, up at the top of the, you know, what's humanly possible. Um, super syncopated in the chorus section, or the pre-chorus section, the big singing section. But that, that's probably my favorite, just because if I have a good first song, then the whole rest of the set's going to be okay. If it's weird, I'll start digging, I'll start searching, give me some water, I can't hear You know, start, start to blame first it song, else. The first song, it's like, you're like, then you're like looking for potholes to trip in if it doesn't, if you don't hit it right, right. you know? And it's like, everything's at fault. Monitors, right? exactly. sound guy, exactly. your tech, everything. Oh yeah, people are looking like, what's wrong? I'm like, everything. It's all bad. And so... We should probably wrap this up so you could go get some AC. Well, you're from Atlanta, and now you're Florida. in Florida now, so you're you're used yeah, to scorching. I'm used to. Yeah. You probably want to go wrestle a gator before you're set to warm up and <laughs> go run a 10k real quick. Yeah. Well, so we should wrap this up one more time. Tell everybody where they can find all the info about Seven Dust. Sevendust.com is the easiest place to go to because it'll have links to everything else, um, at least the band Instagram, band Twitter, and band Facebook. But we're all active individually on all those, too. And there's, there's links that go through. Sevendust.com is kind of ground zero for everything. And then you guys got a tour coming up with Clutch and a new album coming out, correct? No, the new album's been out. Uh, we're actually getting ready to drop into the second single if Rise Records ever tells us. Because we're like, hey, just pick it. You know, they're like, well, what do you think? I'm like, I'm thinking eight different songs, so you pick it. Yeah, it's like it's like when you ask your girlfriend or wife, hey, what do you want for dinner? Right. I don't care. And then they te- then you say ten things, and they're like, no, 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 no. Do right. that to the record company when they say oh, this. Yeah. Like, no, no, that's no. What, that's what we've done. We're like, everything but the two that you've already played. It doesn't matter. There's ten to pick from, so... Why but yeah, you, why didn't you tell me the fucking album came out already, Dick? I, I've been reading. Now I look like a retard. I've, I've been it's all doing good. a lot of reading. I'm just, I see all their stuff coming out. I get it all. 
but it's just so overwhelmed with so much stuff. It's hard to right. really keep up the date with yeah, yeah, yeah. So you guys are doing a home and home yeah. is the and second album, right? Yeah, yeah. And that's it'll the, be the twentieth anniversary on New Year's yeah. because it was it was a uh, ninety nine. So we're going into nineteen. We figure, yeah, you know, and that's the one at the drop. We'll that do has uh, the song "Cream" with uh, Skunk and Dance. Yeah. Yeah. Are you guys going to get her to come sing the song with you guys? I don't know. What a voice! I don't know. We, we haven't started doing any of that logistics. Chino's on there too. He's on Bender, so oh, yeah, like, yeah. you know we could have an all star cast up there, but yeah, or like, we could just have some really weird dudes, or or you can get Morgan to <laughs> sing real high and sing the real high stuff. Vinny can do it. He can sing that high. Like I always thought it was a great mix too, Lejean's uh like soulful vocals and then Morgan's you know. And then you find out the guy doesn't even like playing the drums. Hates it. And then he does that on top of it. What a jerk. Hates it. A jerk. You should just give me his drum set. Fuck him. Hey, take no, I'm just kidding. Right over there. <laughs> I couldn't do that. Because you guys have been part of my life so long. I couldn't do that. Well, congratulations on Thank still you, being a successful it, touring band. I saw you was two years ago, I think, on my birthday at Cleveland House of Blues with Probot. Oh, nice. Yeah, so that they still they they still kick ass live. I mean, they ain't out there just collecting a paycheck. This band still kicks some serious ass. What can I collect a paycheck? Yeah, I want to do that gig. Me well, too. Sounds easier. Yeah. <laughs> well, you got to work in the road crew to really collect the money. I think. Or management. Or the management, yeah. I don't know. Why are you asking me? I'm like the worst Jewish businessman in the world. That's why I was asking you. Maybe you had some insights. I got it. Do whatever I do, do the polar opposite. So, one last thing. Let's touch back. You moved to Florida. Does everybody else still live in Atlanta? or Uh, No, actually. Morgan and Vinny are in the Atlanta area. Clint's out in St. Louis. Lejean's in Kansas City. And I'm in Orlando. Yep. We're an American band. That's right. A really good fucking American band. Right. He's too modest to say that. I'll say it. All right, thanks for your well, time, I appreciate Dan. it, man. Yeah, Can really you do awesome. a promo ID for us? Sure. Your name, the band you're with, Maximum Threshold Radio. Maximum Threshold Radio. Say something crazy at the end of it and don't put no thought in it. Yeah, just say that. <laughs> say something crazy, don't put any thought in it. Hey, this is John from 7 Dust, and you're hanging with Maximum Threshold Radio. Yow, yow, yow. Thank you. All right, you picture.
Yeah, there you go. Here's some seven dust with Kill the Flaw. It's taking you back a while. Oh, let's see here. I got some commercials got to knock out, and um, yeah, we're just going to keep rolling through. I want to thank everybody for tuning in this week's edition of the Maximum Threshold Radio Show. Hope you guys enjoyed the interview that we did. Michael and I with John Connolly of Seven Dust. I think we rocked that one. <laughs> so um, that I got that new lead, that brand new Evil Lunar Creatures coming up here in a little bit. Um, and that's going out to Vinny because uh, hey, he loves it. He loves him some E L C elk. He likes elk. So, I'm going to take a break here. I got to knock out these quick commercials. We'll come back and we'll rock your ass off. And I got another interview with, um, I'll do the Unearth one. And then after that, we'll come back with Dark Sky Choir. And that's a pretty cool one. That's the one I did at the House of Blues with them. So, here you go, man. Be right back after this. Don't go anywhere. Have a smartphone, iPod, iPad, or even Roku? Grab the app, tune in, and search Maximum Threshold and hear the show live directly from your device. Miss the live show? Go to stitcherradio.com and search Maximum Threshold and listen in today. That's Maximum Threshold and Stitcher Radio, a match made in heaven. And you are listening to Maximum Threshold on the net, where Dom just sacrificed a live goat in the name of METAL! Michael Strong, you motherfucker! A Maximum Threshold, baby! Woo! It's Michael Starr from Steel Panther. Well, I bet you never guessed when you came to the show You'd be getting on the bus with me and doing some blow Your mama's in the parking lot looking for you She's gonna find you when I'm done, all covered with goo It's on your box In Oklahoma City You're considered a fox What you have to do For that backstage pass Cause I found a poison laminate Inside of your ass 
So come on, pretty baby, suck my balls all night. The driver says we're leaving. Come on in light. Spit out that retainer and do me right. Oh, come on, pretty baby, suck my balls all night. I wanna thank you for the love that you spread over me. I'll be singing about you on the next CD, and you won't have to wonder if you cough ED. You'll be screaming my name when you sit down to pee. Suck my balls all night. I'm hopped up on Cialis and you're high as a kite. I know it tastes infected, but I think it's alright. Oh, come on, pretty baby, suck my balls all night. All around the world, there's a hundred billion stupid girls just like you, just begging for nuts to chew. Suck my balls all night. Your daddy's looking for me and he's ready to fight. The driver says we're leaving. Come morning light. Oh, come on, pretty baby, suck my balls all night. So come on, pretty baby, suck my balls all night. I'm hopped up on Cialis and you're high as a kite. I know it tastes infected, but I think it's alright. Oh, come on, pretty baby, suck my balls all night. Come on, pretty baby, suck my balls all night. The driver says we're leaving. Come on in light. Spit out that retainer and do me right. Oh, come on, pretty baby, suck my balls all night. So come on, pretty baby, suck my balls all night. Yeah. Suck it, bitch. Dominic and Dan, yummy. The only metal heads on the net these guys can knock me up any day. Call into the show. West Coast callers call 213-973-7237 once again, 213-973-7237. Seven two three seven East Coast callers four four zero seven zero nine four nine seven seven once again four four zero seven zero nine four nine seven seven. I request on maximum threshold on net.
Ah, there you go, man. It's some DC4. It goes out to Jeff Kiss. <clears throat> he said that's his new favorite band. Uh, he's leaving um, the Evil Lunar Creatures for a bit, and he's jumping on the DC4 bandwagon. So there you go, man. Uh, okay, I'm getting ready to knock out this Unearth interview that George did. Uh, check this out, man. This is pretty cool. I didn't think this guy knew anything about this stuff. Kind of like tripped me out when I listened to it. <laughs> so enjoy this one, man. This is a cool little ride here. Uh, like I said, this is this guy I work with. And um, he covered Warp Tour for us. I couldn't do it. He jumped on it and rocked it. He had knocked out six interviews for us. I'm pretty damn fucking impressed. Uh, so here you go, man. This is Unearth interview here warp tour this past week so um you know we've had buzz on the show we've had the other guys on the show as well and um hey enjoy this you know if you guys are if you guys are a fan of unearth man yeah because i got some music lined up after that here you go man we'll be back after this here on max and threshold thanks for tuning in horns up fist in the air baby and hi, this is George from Maximum Threshold Radio, and I have Trevor from Unearthed here performing at 545 today at the Warp Tour. Trevor, thank you for having me, man. Appreciate yeah, it. Thanks for the time. So uh, I'm going to start off with a quick story. I actually remember the very first time I've ever heard Unearthed ever. I remember I was walking, I was in college, I was walking out of a grocery store, some other young kids I didn't know, they were rocking out someone hard. And I was like, dude, who is it that's badass? That was you guys. Awesome. Ever since then, that's uh, yeah. So that's how I got hooked up with you guys. That's how I've been following you guys. Ever way since. To spread the word, you know, yeah. Layering it, you know. So, um, anyway, I'm from Cleveland. All right. And so I do know, at least you have a connection with a popular Cleveland artist, um, Derek Hess. Yes. And so I was going to start off with how did you uh, get? I don't know. Um, working with him. Uh, years ago when we first started touring he was doing a lot of art for bands and we, uh, we, we liked what he was doing um, so he ended up doing our EP our second EP which is titled Endless which is a song that was on our next full length our, our biggest one uh, The Alchemy Storm but so yeah he did some, some uh, he did the, the EP cover he did some t-shirt designs for us and we just friends with him ever since so great guy awesome artist so yeah, he makes the best flyers cool shirts he actually, does he does good work with metal scene we did a, a video um, for a song of ours years later uh, record from 2008 called March and one of the videos was Grave of Opportunity and that was when like rock band and uh, uh, Guitar Hero were big right so right. we did like a a mock rock band guitar right, looking video and when I was in place to, for our cartoon characters um, our video game characters I should say I was wearing a Derek Hess design shirt so it's actually a video game shirt on me of a Derek Hess design You're right. in that video it's kind of cool yeah it's awesome yeah I remember right around that time he actually had a t-shirt line he had all those badass angels and stuff in his artwork and stuff it was kind of popular yeah, yeah he's cool man all those, all those figures so, um, is there any other uh, artists that you've enjoyed, or sorry, not so, so much musician artists, but uh, like illustrators or painters or artists or well, album covers? Our last record, uh, we used uh, Ricky uh, uh, Beckett from uh, from the UK. Okay, he's, he's awesome. So, he's, if you see our cover for Watchers of Rule, which is a record that came out in 2014, he's all hand drawn pen and ink stuff. Okay, uh, really like what he was doing. I found him; he was doing. Uh, he did the cover for a band on my label that I was working on at the time, a label called Iron Cloud Recordings. 
He did the cover for a band called Armed Arm for Apocalypse. Thought it was sick. Hit him up and he agreed to do it because he's a fan of metal. He like, likes our band. Uh, and then come and find out he's done stuff for Mastodon, he's done stuff for Metallica. Oh, wow. He's a really well set off artist. So, oh, hell yeah. Great. Um, so, uh, now in Cleveland, I know I was upset, so I'm jacked to be seeing you guys today. Um, I missed the last time you guys were here. I know I have a metal friend that we go to all the concerts with, and he told me that I missed you when you guys played with Atreyu, I think it was. What year was that? Oh, gosh. 2007? Did you tour of the trailer in 05? Maybe, that was probably yeah, it. The nationwide Right around my college yeah, time. Long time ago, yeah. That was, that, that's what was insane. It was right at their, their peak, and uh, we were building as well off of the Storm Records, so those shows were massive every day. So yeah. It was a lot of fun. But that, was a, that was a good couple of years for metal in general back yeah, then. Yeah, like 03 to like 07 was just massive. You know, had, like, had, had Mary's Ball on the air again. Um, Everything was huge at the time. So, I mean, it's still here, still doing well. Just, you know, that was kind of a, a peak time. You're right, absolutely. I, uh, what's your thought now? Uh, Warp Tour, the big news is Warp Tour is, is going to be the last final nationwide tour. Mm-hmm. Um, so, especially someone that's been in the game for a little while, what is your impression of uh, have the crowds changed a lot for you in terms of like since you got started back in, well, I know that second album with Derek Cast was 2002. We started what time roughly? Was it the late 90s you guys started? We started 98. So 20 years of band. Um, nice. Yeah, we've, we've built up. We've you know, seen the, the, uh, the ups and downs of the business, but we're still here 20 years later. And oh, this, yeah. this tour is massive. Um, and we're getting huge crowds every day. Almost every show is sold out. Um, I guess in the past four or five years, this tour hasn't been doing as well. So everyone's come out in droves because it's the last one. But there is, you know, just by judgment, by the attendance, the excitement around this tour, when it goes away, there's going to be a huge void for touring festivals you know, that's just part of you know North American cultures to mm-hmm. have this touring festival you always had Wolf Tour you always had Ozfest yes, that's uh, you, had, you had Mayhem you had Sounds Underground and now basically they're all going away to do like just weekend festivals much like Europeans do you know have the weekend run festivals which are great I love those um, but I do like the the American Touring Festival. I think maybe one should pop up. Maybe if it's Warped Tour rebranded or bring back Sounds of Underground or something. Yeah, I'd love to see Ozfest revamped. It was, uh, be some board. of my favorite metal experiences were there. Yeah, it was a little amazing fest. Maybe maybe not fest is the next one of your tours. You know, I, I don't know. I'm throwing this out there. Like, yeah, right? I think there's going to be a void. There's going to be a demand for it eventually. We still have Summer Slaughter, but that's, a, that's an indoor festival. So that's a little different. You know, these outdoor festivals... Uh, even if it's in a parking lot, there's a different vibe to it. Uh, I'd like to, to see something pop up. Okay, I agree. So, um, so let's talk about uh, let's talk about you. You guys got a new album. Yeah, coming out later this fall. Well, what can what can you say about it right now? It's called Extinctions. Um, we have one song called Incinerate as a single. Um, we don't know the release date yet. Cause we're waiting on the tour that we're gonna release it around. And that's all up in the air right now. Oh, okay. Um, but a lot of it sounds like a throwback to our early stuff blended with where we've come as a band since. And some other stuff in just a different direction. We're just trying some new things. Uh, there's nothing poppy on it. There's no, no big clean choruses. It wasn't that direction. We went heavier in just different ways. So we just kind of pulled from all of our collective influences over the years. You know, from when we were younger, even up to now. After we, you know, the, the resurgence of good music has kind of lit a fire under our asses to, 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 to get dip back into you know, get, get more um, inspired by modern music right you know um, so there's a lot of bands out there just kicking ass I mean on this tour alone you have Hamsway Kuba Khan two young bands that I'm, I'm really into um, the bands that are blowing up of course you got Knock Loose you have um, Power Trip 
Um, on a larger scale, you have Ghost, um, you have Mastodon continue to put out amazing music. Um, even more rock bands like Band like Graveyard, uh, and Baroness is still killing it. You know, just, just all these bands are putting out great music today, like modern albums, and it just keeps us as fans of, of heavy music, of hard rock, and it's, it's, it's definitely found its way to, 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 to reignite our love for music. And, and, and sounds, That's right, kind of um, lit that fire, huh? It did, it got the writing to be a bit better than this record. So, so uh, well, that's cool. Now, since you started, I would imagine, like you said, uh, a lot of trends, ups and downs with the music. Was there, um, in your journey up until today um, in creating music, was there any uh, challenges or any period of time that was more difficult than others um, to help uh, create that music? Um, well, we had, we started in 98, local regional band, we built the name slowly, we started touring in 2001, right around 03, 04 is when things really blew up for us, and that's when we became like an international band, and we've been touring the world ever since, and had, had a lot of success, some markets go up and down, so I can never complain that, you know, this one time was harder than the other, but... If you want to be a band for a long time, just, just just judging by the history of music, you know, usually bands have either two to five year trends or they last ten years and go away. But the true survivors are the ones that last twenty plus years, and that's what we're here. We're, sit, we're still here doing that. You know, we've seen a lot of our peers come and go. They have to go on hiatus because they can't do it. Uh, they don't see an interest in the band. But summer is always it's always an interest for us somewhere, and we're always touring. It's, you know, I have no complaints. Um, so after Warp Tour. Um what do you guys have planned next? So you're gonna release albums that gonna be followed by a, an independent tour, or? Uh, it's all up in the air now. We're still talking with management and booking agents on what to do. We have office support, and like headlines. So I'm guessing next week or two that's gonna be figured out and announced. But it's it's a bit of a headache, you know. Yeah, right. Yeah. We're a little late in the game, so a lot of the tours already booked for the fall. So we're just looking for the best opportunity to promote the new record. And it, it might be headlining, but we're just trying to get the right bands to, to, to support us, but you know, the plan is to put the record out until we're on it. So I, uh, I know I've missed you a couple times when you've been in Cleveland before. Is there any uh, particular Cleveland memories? Um, I used to always love playing Peabody's. Um, yes, it's not there anymore. I know, it's all down, it sucks. Uh, uh, the is a cool I've hit my head on that I-beam more times. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's, we played some of the hottest shows ever. And I remember one time we played that, I it was January or something. And it was sold out room, and it was had to have been 120 degrees inside the venue. You walk outside, it was probably negative five. <laughs> you didn't even care because you're so hot. Yeah, I think I froze. My, my shirt froze on me immediately after I walked out the door. Um, one of the most, uh, like the, the coolest views of a, of a show we ever had was in Cleveland, Sounds Underground 05. It was outside. And, the, the backdrop from the stage was the city of Cleveland. Okay, was that was, was that the river? Was that at Nautica Pavilion? It might it, have been. Yeah, I don't remember. Yeah, exactly. it's a popular outside yeah, venue. It was really cool. Just as yes, you plan on stage, you see the, we played at night just to see the backdrop of the city right there. So that's a cool sight to see. Cool. Nice. Awesome, bro. I got uh, I got one more, and I'm going to ask you if you wouldn't mind doing a sound off for me. Cool. And um, so uh, I got a funny one for you. So yesterday, uh, Marilyn Manson. And Rob Zombie played here. I was not here. It was my 12-year-old niece's birthday. I was at Taylor Swift. Sick. Yeah, right. It was good. Surprisingly, no circle pit or anything like that. No wall of death. I was no crowd surfing. No crowd surfing. I was ready. You know, sometimes that gets really intimidating. I, I like my odds that one. Right, right. Um, 
So uh, any uh, daughters, nieces, or anything like that on I've your end? A, I've got a five-year-old daughter and a seven-month-old son. All right. So if you had to take your uh, daughter to a non-metal punk rock show, what would it be? Something that's non-metal? Yeah. Non-punk rock? Um, she loves all kinds of music. I mean, she does love metal. She loves ghosts. She loves Mastodon. She likes on Earth. She's going to see me for the first time live, not just on YouTube, on this tour, which is something I'm excited about. That'd be cool. Um, either John Fogarty, who listens to a lot of Credence in the house, or Dave Matthews Band, since my wife's here at Band. Right. Uh, she listens to a lot of that stuff in the house as well. You know, it's not just metal in my house, but there's a lot of it, but there's other stuff yeah. as well. But those are probably the two main ones, you know, John Fogarty or, or Dave Matthews Band. Oh, awesome. Well, uh, Trevor, I appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks Very for much. your time. And, uh, it's, it's super cool to... I don't know, coming from that, that band I heard in a parking lot, getting rocked out to, and uh, finally then 15 years later getting to meet you face-to-face, right I, I'm grateful. Um, and, and so the radio station is Maximum Threshold, so uh, Maximum Threshold Radio. Uh, would you mind saying this yeah. Trevor Morris? Hey, what's happening? This is Trevor Phipps from the band Unearth, and you're listening to Maximum Threshold Radio. Rock. Kick ass, man.
There you go, man. That was Unearth interview with Trevor with George. Ah, that's pretty cool, man. It's nice to hear some 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 more new blood coming there in. Like I said, man, if anybody's out there and you're going to interview anybody, shoot them over to us, man, and we'll throw it right on air here. Man, we don't discriminate. We, we I don't even know what the word I almost said, propagate. <laughs> oh, yeah, seriously, if you, want to, if you want to cover a show or something, hit us up, man. You can do the interview with anybody you want. I don't care who it is or what it is with. You can interview your cat if you want and send it over here. And I'll air it. But yeah, man, it was cool, man. I worked with George. Um, and he said he wanted to give it a shot. He would do it. So there you go. That was as simple as that. <laughs> so. Uh, okay, man. Well, I got a couple more things here. Then I want to haul ass. Let's see. Um, Let me play some of this. Ooh, I got, I got, I got this is a song here. This one goes out to um, Jeff Kiss. This is by request. He's been he did a lot of requests for us tonight. So here you go, man. This is by request. I request on maximumthreshold.net.
Yeah, this is Jesse James Dupree from Jackal Unity, kicking the dog, loud, proud, hard and honest on the loudest mother <laughs> broadcast that you can get your hands on. Rock me, roll me, Jackal me off. We'll see you guys soon. Hey, this is Jack Russell and Greg White. You're rocking my best pals, Dominic and Dan. Right now, they're clenched in a tight 69 in the back room, so they can't get to the radio. So I'm on here saying, uh, do not ever change the dial. You're listening to Maximum Thunderbolt at, at I can't remember writing. Phone lines are open. Call now, 440-709-4977. Once again, that number is 440-709-4977. You can text message the show right now at 440-252-0058. Once again, that's 440-252-0058. Text the show. This isn't the biggest bag over the head there punch go, in the Jeff. face I ever got. Double dose for you. The song goes out to Vinny. And Jeff Kiss. Hope this gets stuck in your fucking head tonight. You'll be singing along with it towards the end anyways. Fuckers. Robbed in Miami. I, I was robbed in Miami. Robbed in Miami. We I got, got robbed in Miami. Robbed in Miami.
Yeah, this is Dom with like a maximum threshold radio, and I have before me Fred Gorehow from Dark Sky Choir. How the hell are you, man? I'm doing awesome. How about yourself? Oh, just hanging in there. So, how was the show tonight here in Cleveland? The show went fantastic. The nice. crowd is awesome here. Um, Fozzie's been treating us great. Through Fire treats us great. We get along with everybody. And uh, now the newer band on the tour is uh, Joyous Wolf. Awesome bunch of guys. Oh, cool. So it's uh, it's been a great run. Has Richard tried to push his vegetarian food on you? No, no. He's act- he's actually a sweetheart. He does oh, it. Yeah, but, he's you a great know, guy. Listen, they, they catered us a bunch of food, and I got a big giant uh, a brisket. And so. Nice. At least got some good food here. They do. They absolutely do. They treat you good, too. Yes, they do. So when you, so how long are you guys on this, on this run with Fozzie? We got about another week or so left. We started off uh, at the end of February, started off in Houston, worked our way uh, out to the West Coast and went up to Seattle, took a couple of days off and everybody flew home, and then we met back up in uh, Milwaukee at the beginning of last week, and uh, we got this week and a little bit of next week when we're done. Finish hey. up in New Hampshire. Nice. What are you guys going to do after that? Uh, we're in the middle of writing a new record, and then... Um, we need to get that done and uh, mixed, mastered, and printed by by the summer because we have another tour coming up in uh, September and October. The people aren't familiar with what you do. You want to give them a little brief on yourself? Yeah, we're, uh, we're I wouldn't say we're a classic metal band, but uh, you know, good hard driving metal and rock. Uh, great vocals, great guitar work, great bass. Uh, our bass player is, is John Moyer from Disturbed, so uh, he's got a really great influence on, on our writing and, and how we play things live, so it's uh, it's working out great. How about the other things that you've done in the past? Other things that I've done in the yeah. past? I was in a band called Explorer for 20 years, and uh, my drummer, Mike, was also an Explorer with me, and that's why I grabbed him, because there's no better drummer to get. I hear you. And got then, that chemistry. Yeah, oh, absolutely, and, and I don't ever have to think about it when they when I know there's supposed to be a hit, it's always there. It's, you know, it's something comforting when you're live and you don't have to worry oh, about, yeah. you know, uh, oh, is he going to get that part or yeah, I got to pay attention and count it. He's always there. And then, uh, and then after that, for the past, past seven years, I've been also touring with a band called the Wizards of Winter. And, uh, we've come through town oh, yeah. times and, uh, your publicist is great, man. They always hit me up around oh, Christmas yeah. time. Yeah, they're awesome. They're, they're great. So how's how's the, um, the Wizards do thing doing? Wizards going good. There's a new record that's going to be in the works, and uh, I think we probably got about 20 dates booked so far for the Wizards tour, which is going to start at. Uh, typically, it starts around the second week in November, and it goes right through to Christmas. And uh, so this year, we may have to add a couple of shows after Christmas because there's a lot of demand. Um, we can't get to everywhere in the country in, in six weeks, but uh, we try as much mm-hmm. as we can. But we're not always able to, to repeat every venue and every city, and people get a little bent out of shape no. by it. And it's it's nothing intentional, but we we want to play for everybody that we possibly can. So sometimes we kind of stagger it, like we you know, we're doing York, Pennsylvania this year, and we haven't done that in a couple no. of years. But uh, they, people from York have been asking for us to come back for three years now. So two years in a row we didn't get to go, but we're coming back this year. I had tickets to see you guys at the Agora. Uh, a few years ago, and the show got canceled. Uh, yeah, we got to the Agora, and there must have been some kind of miscommunication because there was no stage. They had <laughs> they had a construction crew in there, and the stage was gone. They were building a new stage, and we were supposed to play that night. <laughs> so we went to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I hear you. That's just, that's 
A little better. Oh, see? You can get in free you know, the side doors. Yeah. Hey, you got to check out the Gora now. They're doing a lot of remodeling. AEG came in there, and they're putting in over a million dollars in renovation. Oh, nice. Place. They started on the first Wizards gig yeah. that was going on. <laughs> <coughs> I, we may end up be playing. Uh, I'm not sure if we're booked at the Agora, because there's another, the, the other tour coming up. Um I'm not sure if we're, I'm not sure if we're booked there or not. If we're playing Cleveland on that tour, we started off in in Canada, but uh, we'll be doing a bunch of shows in Canada and the states. So nice, like a 30 day tour, not a, not a giant run, but nice 30, 31 days. How's the Fozzie fans reception to you guys? Fozzie fans have been awesome. I have to say we've been um, we've been pretty lucky because typically when you're early on in a tour, uh, early on in the set, I mean we're we're, we're on seven o'clock, seven fifteen. Yeah. Um, he does his meet and greet before the show, so we've been fortunate enough to play in front of a lot of people. It's nice at seven o'clock at night, which is great. It, that doesn't always happen when you're when you're an early band on the That's right. on on the roster, and uh, it's been so. It's been great. Everybody's been really receptive. Uh, been selling a lot of CDs, selling a lot of merch, and uh, a lot of people are interested. So we're nice. Couldn't be more happy. Gotta do that, man. It's I'm, I'm looking forward to really. You know, checking you guys out a lot more and help getting the word out and passing out to to our listeners and the fans and everything. Just keep them keep the word going. Awesome! I really appreciate it. any kind of support and anything we can do to get our name out there is uh, it's a big help. How can Dark you? Sky Choir. It's right here. What's the website? The website is www.darkskychoir.com, and you can catch us on Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr, all under Dark Sky Choir. You guys on Tinder and grinder and all that uh, I, I know we're on tumblr i know we're on instagram i know we're on twitter uh we have somebody that does that because i don't know how to do that kind of stuff <laughs> but, you know the facebooks and all the, all the social media things that we're going to be doing Bandcamp. um you know you can find us pretty much everywhere just look up dark sky choir you'll find us we're we're not hiding anywhere nice can you do us a quick favor absolutely can you do a promo id for a radio show say your name the band you're with you're listening to maximum threshold and throw something crazy out at the end of it and don't put no no um, thought into it Sure, uh, this is Fred Gorehouse from Dark Sky Choir, and you're listening to Maximum Threshold. Don't be an idiot. Nice. And now on Maximum Threshold, I will play all your requests. Right now, here you go. Every song you wanted me to play, I'm playing it right now, all your favorite songs. Hey, it's Rick Pop. See, we play your request here on Maximum Threshold. Impetuous boy! Oh, well. Who wants to live forever? <laughs> yeah, there you go. Oh, we, we got to play this way. You can't spell the words complete idiot without the letters D. O-M. You're listening to Tom. That's right. And um, we're getting ready to get out of here. But I definitely thank everybody for tuning in this week's edition. I don't remember what the hell episode this is. All I know is that we had a real cool show for you. <clears throat> we had on the show tonight, <clears throat> we had John Connolly of Seven Dust. We had an interview with Unearth. 
in Dark Sky Choir. So, uh, let me try. And let's see, what did I say we had? Um, John Connolly of Seven Dust. We had Unearth and Dark Sky Choir. I want to thank everybody for tuning in this week. Hey, man, you get a chance. You know, if you're not on iTunes, man, you can sign up and, for, and get get a um, 30-day free. And if you do that, man, please go ahead out in there and buy. Uh, let's see. Get the morning. Get the whole morning wagon catalog since it's free shit. Knock that out, man. We'll get paid for that. That's cool, man. Also, get Dominic Reaney. Get my solo shit. I just put a new one out through the years. It's a sort of like... um. Like a bunch of my old garbage that I put, I had stored, and stashed on some old CDs, and I I just re, re, rebranded them, put them back on on this new CD. It's called Through the Years from 1998 to 2018. It's 20 years of my shit. <laughs> There's no Morning Wagon or no Cardona because none of those songs that I you know that I wrote and sang to, so I didn't put them on there. I didn't feel that it was right to do that yet. Do something like that. Um, yeah, get, get my catalog of shit. <laughs> it's free. Come on. Why not? While you're at it, um, my daughter used to put an EP out. It's, it's pretty cool. I captured some of her, um, singing that she did when she was little and I just put some music to it and I made a record for her. So now she got a record deal with Spat Records and she's nine. There you go. Now I'm going to get her to start singing along some metal, and then, come on, I'm trying to, I'm trying to do what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to, the children are our future, so you got to teach them the right way. I'm getting her involved, <laughs> trying, trying to let her get, you know, make her feel good about herself. Put a record out, another record out, then she could do a greatest hits, and Daddy can make some dollars. <laughs> I'm hoping, man. Also, let's see. What other stuff? MTM BOISD's got a new one out. Well, it's not so much a new one. It's a remastered version of the live show that we did at the Fantasy Concert Club, Dan and I. So I I remastered that one. I put that out there. So you get that free as well. Uh, Let's see what else is out there. Like I said, get all the morning wagon stuff. What the hell, it's free. Jump on that. Got the new one. It's the special limited edition, and it's it's got some cool stuff on there. It's got an, a demo song at the end as a bonus track. Uh, don't forget, Evil Lunar Creatures. They got the Nasty Devastation Tour release. You can get that on iTunes as well and Amazon, and. Get, like I said, if you sign up for this shit, you get it for free. You got you have absolutely nothing to lose, and you're helping helping these guys out. You know these people bust their ass over the years putting putting music together for you. Uh, let's see another cool band to check out on Spat Records, uh, the Pink Spiders. If you're like if you're into like um, sort of like a rock and punk band, get a hold of them. They're pretty cool. Um, there's a few other there are a few other cool ones on there you need to check out. But yeah, I go check out go to spat-records.com. Check that out and you could you could buy all the stuff right there. 
on the website. Um, I'm also looking for some new unsigned bands uh, to take under the arms of Spat Records. So we were looking to sign some bands. I'm going to be putting out Michael has Michael's got a lot of material and we're going to be releasing some of that all those ones that you've heard him like I can even tell you he's got a lot of stuff we're going to put out and it makes some really cool ringtones and I got we got it's going to be fun we're going to have fun with this one that Michael puts out and I'm sure he'll get a kick out of it too uh let's see mm, I think that's about it can't think of anything else. I know I'm missing something, but you know what can I say? Um, when damn, I just want to thank everybody. You know, for all you people who stick around and listen to the show, you download the show, and you know participate and help us out, and you know it's been with us over the years. I thank you. I thank you from my heart, man. Um, one other thing. I really want to get this show back up and running and get it to where it was. I mean, we got we got a nice little fan base, but we need to really blow this bitch up. And it has it hasn't been as popular right now as it was, you know, when we first started. When we first started. This shit was crazy. And you guys remember all the all the young younger all the people that's been with us over the years, you know, the early days. We would literally have hundreds of people in a chat room and stuff. Yeah, but the chat room and people just kind of like fizzled out and they just, you know, people just doing life stuff. Well, we need to find it, find a new core of people to tune in with us. I don't, I'm not saying drop anybody. I'm saying we need to bring more people to the fold, you know, pass the word on to others. Say, man, they got this stupid ass show you need to check out. You know, come in, listen to us, get in the chat room. Let's get this chat room rolling. The chat room is back on the front page of the website. If you go at the very bottom on the right-hand side, there's a little chat room there. I put it on there, and it's, you can do everything anonymous. So you can cuss everybody out and do whatever you want to do and do that. Uh, so I'm going to get out of here. But I thank everybody for tuning in. Uh, remember, you can get us on iTunes, you can get us on Google, you can get us on this and that. <laughs> you can get us all over. Podbean has us. Um, I don't know. There's so many other so many places are pushing our show that we don't even know. I'm serious. Just Google Maximum Threshold Radio Show and just look at these off-the-wall sites you've never, ever heard of. We're pretty fucking popular in Russia, and we don't even we're not get any recognition because they download the show, and then they, they replay it. And it's it's pretty wild. It's there in Australia. I mean, there's a lot of different countries. India's doing that. Man, we're fucking huge everywhere. But we can't tell because they're not coming on our site to do this. They're being listen. They're listening to our stuff and downloading on other people's stuff, which is cool because people get you know we're getting the word out there, and that's the the key thing that that the show's always been about. You know, it's not it's not us. It's about the music, and we're doing our job of getting the word out there. Because, hey, we love it. It's our therapy, and it's it's cool, man. We're like a, a, little, a whole bunch of retired family. So um, I want to give a shout-out to Beavis. We don't know where the hell he's at. Um, packing meat somewhere. 
Uh, but yeah, I haven't heard from him in a couple of weeks. Uh, put a missing report out on him, and nobody cared to look. <laughs> so, um, what can I say? Uh, next week. Um, oh, this week I went and saw Taylor Swift with my daughters. Took my took my girls. We went there. Took uh, Maggie and Olivia. I got some some pretty good seats free from vetticks.org. Um, I'll put the link out there. You guys can hit that up. It's oh, it's on the website. Click that link if you're a veteran, man. You get free concert tickets, events. Not so much concert, but events that you can go and check out. Okay, well, that's going to be like our new sponsor, I guess. Okay, well, I'm getting out of here. I want to thank everybody again for tuning in. Horns up, fist near, and I'll see you guys on the, on the flippity flip. The doodles. Toodles, poodles. Just listen to Maximum Threshold Radio Show. Here's live every Saturday night, 8 p.m. until whenever the fuck they shut up. So tune in. It is pointless to resist.